1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to luckylandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. BGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
2: Welcome back to 32 in world, fans in
1: 32 in days. I'm Alex Chester. With me as always is Wheels Winokur. Wheels, how's it rolling?
2: It's going well. Um, what do you want to talk about?
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm in Sarasota, Florida right now recording this podcast, and I um, I intentionally missed a flight in order to uh, record this podcast. I could have raced to the airport, and I said, you know what? I have a podcast on the schedule. I'm going to uh, stay here in Sarasota. I'm going to go get a hotel room and uh, record this podcast,
2: and here I am. And coincidentally, we have the League of Leagues um Leagues uh, rookie auction tonight. Yes, yeah, so that's following as well. Um, it's actually, so this
1: morning, I got to the airport in uh, at JFK to fly down here, and um, as I go walk up to the security line, I reach for my uh, wallet and take out my driver's license, and it wasn't there.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, so stressful.
1: Well, um, <laughs> I, I said, "Listen, I don't have my driver's license. I don't know what to do." And so they said, "Well, first of all, you ain't getting your um, TSA pre-check privileges." So I'm like, "Okay." And they said, "All right, be prepared for a very intense pat down." I'm like, "Okay." So they let me on the plane. They just uh, gave me a very, very aggressive, you know, like well past second base. Um, actually like I'm joking about it, but it was actually like, and not to make light, I'm not to equate, you know, I'm not saying I realize how privileged I am and everything else, but like it, it was, so, it was actually deeply humiliating what they were doing to me. I was trying to laugh to like make it act if I didn't care, but it was actually really humiliating because hundreds of people are passing you and they were like, they put their hands in my pants. It was like, yeah. and I, and I did feel, you know, like people who are pulled over unnecessarily by police or, you know, mm-hmm. it actually, it's, it was a deeply humiliating experience yeah. to be serious for me.
2: Yeah, no, I got I didn't get an in the pants one, but I got for the first time ever like a real pat down by TSA. Not yeah, fun. Now
1: again, I didn't bring a driver's license and they let me on the plane, so I've only myself to blame in this circumstance. But um yeah. You know, and and now tomorrow so I tomorrow morning I gotta do the same thing in Sarasota to see if they let me fly back to New York. So we'll see what happens. Um, what else? Oh, I you know, we're recording this shortly after the Kyrie uh trade to uh to the Celtics for Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. Uh do you wanna discuss that at all or yeah, 2 minutes. Let's talk about it. What, do, what is right. it a good trade for the Cavs? Is it a good trade for the Cavs? You know, I'll put it this way. Given what teams usually get when they're trading a star, they got great value. Compared to what, you know, the Pacers got for yeah, Paul George or what totally. the Bulls got, yeah, um for Jimmy buckets or, or uh, you know, so from that perspective, they got great value. Um, you know, you could argue that Isaiah Thomas was better than Kyrie last year, mm-hmm. right? Although obviously yeah. Kyrie is younger and has a better contract. Um And and then they plus they got Jay Crowder thrown in and they got an unprotected pick, which, you know, could be a top five pick or even higher. But on the other hand, this sort of seals the deal that LeBron is definitely leaving. Right. Oh, yeah. It's over. And that that's depressing to me. Well, it's also depressing to me and you because we were both fans of teams that Kyrie said he wanted to go to.
2: Yeah, we so both we, had chances at Kyrie for sure.
1: Yeah, well, the Timberwolves screwed their chance when they traded Ricky Rubio and signed Jeff T because that meant they didn't have a point guard they could offer until December 15th. Yeah. And the Spurs just the Spurs didn't have a package to offer. No, so. they didn't have
2: a good package. They they would have yeah. had to give this year. I don't even think you could trade this year's rookie. I think that was the issue. Right, once you sign yeah, yeah. a rookie, I don't think you could trade him.
1: Yeah, you can. The, the, the Celtics traded, uh, excuse me, the Cavs traded Andrew Wiggins to the Timberwolves.
2: It's only – they trade him that night? How many days later did they trade him? No, they didn't trade him draft night. They traded him a month or two later. Oh, yeah, I don't know what the yeah. – I don't know. Maybe it's once they sign the contract. That's you can't months.
1: trade free agents, newly acquired free agents oh, for okay. six months. But, yeah, I don't think there's any restriction on, on trading rookies. Anyhow, yeah, so you know, I still think the Cavs are the best team in the East just because you know, they have LeBron and that's all that really matters. Yeah. But this is definitely the last year in Cleveland.
2: Oh, well. Yeah, he's going to go to the West, and then the East is literally going to it's be an so embarrassment. It's
1: so dumb. I, it may, I don't understand why any star would go to the West right now. Stay in the East, be guaranteed a spot in the conference finals at the minimum every year.
2: As a right? fan of maybe the eastern West Coast team, you guys should really pay the league, like $50 million. Oh, under the it, table. It, it,
1: this has always pissed me off. You know, when I was growing up and the Wolves would make the playoffs every year and lose in the first round, the closest eight NBA cities to Minneapolis are all in the East. Yeah, but who should right? be in the like, West? Ch- Chicago, Milwaukee. Well, you know, probably what they should do is – well, the problem is the NBA is too eastern-focused. So instead of having East versus West, like geographically, they should have divisions, sort of like the Timberwolves should be in a division with Chicago, Milwaukee, Detroit, Indianapolis, the cities that they're in the same divisions as in other sports, right? So instead of making it strictly East versus West, they could do it another way. You know, yeah. I'm not sure. They sort of they have like the Southeast, or you know, like the whole South could be one conference. You know, you put like the Florida teams with the California teams. Yeah. I don't know.
2: All right, now we're off know. the football. You know, yeah. uh, trains. Okay, so fine. So know. so
1: let, let, let's talk football. We're here today to discuss a, a good team for a change, the Oakland Raiders.
2: Yeah, and a guest who I don't think I know who I know, but I don't think I've ever been on a podcast with. So let's let's let yes, him. he was our Raiders guest last year. That wasn't there. Oh, well, you aren't Adam? Adam Brooks, welcome back
1: to the podcast.
3: Oh hello. I thought I've been really bored by that basketball talk. I don't know if I can do this, but I'll try. Are you it. not a basketball fan, Adam? Basketball is a dumb sport.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's a hot <laughs> take. That is. A let's hot go take. with that. All right, so Adam. Um, I like this Raiders team a lot more than Akiva. I have them number five on my preseason power rankings. Akiva has him nine. He thinks they're uh, regression heavy. So we average out at seven, which is where we have the Raiders. So we have him seven. First of all, you were on this podcast last year, correct? Uh, I was on the podcast last year, yes. Was, was and you're not on, on that, the episode? I believe, Oh, uh, so no, uh, Akiva was I not. Was, I that. was not on. Kiva Kiva was not here last
3: year. I don't know about no, two Kiva. years ago. Akiva definitely was not there last year. He was traveling, I think.
2: Uh, I remember I we did the
1: AFC West together, and he wasn't there. Oh yeah, and the and the Chargers right. guy and the Broncos guy got in a big fight. I remember that. Yeah.
2: Yep. 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 Yeah.
1: It was uh, it was entertaining. All right. So so uh, so <laughs> welcome to Akiva uh, and Adam. You guys are longtime friends and, and first time on a podcast together. Apparently.
2: How's it going, yes, Adam?
3: The going well, Kiva?
2: Where are you in the world nowadays? Right right now, I'm in my mother in law's house in Hollywood, Florida. Ah, okay. No, oh, we're <laughs> in the same state, Diva. <laughs> oh yeah, you should have come down for dinner instead of eating. Um, you, uh, Chester, of course, keeps kosher. Stuck in Florida without any kosher food, he had a twenty-four old, twenty-four hour old, unrefrigerated shawarma sandwich, and he just it ate it for dinner. It was oh, delicious. What would you do? What would you do in that scenario, Adam? If you're like you, you're keeping kosher, you're in a you're in a hotel room. Do you eat the 24 hour 24 hour old shawarma sandwich and hope that you don't die? Do you take a cab or an Uber to, like, the local Publix and see what's kosher there? Like, I, I don't know what the there, move is. There, but There's
3: pers- your answer. You go to the Publix and you find something. You make a sandwich. No, I, I'm oh, looking out my Uber window.
1: <laughs> I'm looking out my window. I see the Gulf Coast. It's not far. So I bet you this – I'm sure, like, room service has some fresh fish. I'm sure they could, you know, double wrap it for me and make me a nice, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a salmon, a tuna. I don't know what they got around here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, I, a, a bass. I'm going to get sort. sick and I'm going to laugh. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, holy shit. What? Holy shit. What happened? I don't know. I'm looking out the window of my hotel room and like there was an explosion and like this like electrical wire just came crashing down and there was like, it looked like a little firework.
2: Oh, that was not interesting.
1: You have to come up with a better story. Sorry. We're cut that out of the podcast. That's now okay. there's like hold there's a, there's like a little fire going on right now. Wow. Right. Ugh, I hope they don't all right, let's record quickly before they make me evacuate here. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> all right, so Raiders, Raiders, let's talk about the Raiders. Marshawn Lynch, he's back. He's kneeling for for the anthem, but he's uh he's back at home. You're not even from Oakland though, so you don't care that he's from Oakland, right?
3: No, but it's, I care about he's smoking because he's going to play hard for the team. And that's what matters.
1: <laughs> yeah. you, uh, you sent Latavius Murray to the Vikings. The Vikings in return gave you Cordero Patterson, who will return three kicks for touchdowns, but will be worthless as a wide receiver.
3: He doesn't have to be anything as a wide receiver. He just has to return kicks, and that's all we need from him. Maybe a reverse or two occasionally. But right, we're what about
1: da- Derek Carr, or David Carr, as Akiva calls him? Is he healthy? Derek Carr is completely healthy, as you can see
3: by his last preseason game on Saturday. Running around, doing things that he did right before the injury, he is 100%. No concerns.
2: Uh, so, I was talking about regression in the Raiders on previous podcasts, Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they won a lot of games last year that were coin tosses. Correct. Uh, I, I do think that Carr pretty much maxed out on his ability. Not that he can't repeat it, but I'm not sure how much more room for improvement there is. I do think everything went well. They were I think they had above-average injury luck. Is it possible they could repeat last season? Or or do you agree that even if they're a good team, there might be a little bit of slippage?
3: They, It's all going to depend on the defense. If that defense, which right now looks not very good because they have no linebackers, no front four except for Mack, if that defense doesn't come up to middle ground, then yeah, they'll regress. But the offense will carry them for most of the year, so they will be right in the hunt for things. But if that defense doesn't get fixed... Uh, yeah, that will best.
1: Well, what additions have you made to the defense? I know you lost, like, Perry Riley and Malcolm Smith from the linebacking core.
3: Yeah, so they really didn't replace anyone in the linebacking core is the problem. They brought in uh, – they drafted a fifth-round pick, Markel Lee from Wake Forest. Fifth-round pick is not really an answer for a middle linebacker, but they're saying it is. Um, who else did they bring? They brought in Slov Urban on the, uh, the weak side. On the strong side, they're going with uh, Corey James, uh, who's been uh, – who was there last year, but he got hurt. Uh, again – a lot of question marks in the middle linebackers. linebackers. Uh, as far as the front four go, you have Khalil Mack, who's arguably the best defensive player in the game, who makes up for a lot of shortcomings. Uh, then in the middle, they uh, drafted uh, Eddie Vanderloos from UCLA, third-round pick, who's been a pleasant surprise so far, uh, who they're hoping can uh, hope uh, clog up the middle with uh, Jelly Ellis, who's returning from last year. And the big addition is uh, the game Mario Edwards back, who missed off last year pretty much with an injury. And he's uh, big on that side. Uh, then secondary, they had their two first draft picks, who both really haven't practiced yet because they've both been hurt. And Gary Conley, who got cleared from his uh, rib conviction, which is very nice. Uh, so, that's <laughs> <talent>. <laughs> so that's a top ten talent. So that's a top ten talent they were adding uh, back there to go along with uh, Carl Joseph, uh, the first round pick from last year, who's finally healthy. It should be and uh, is looking very good in preseason too. Uh, along with Reggie Nelson, who's returning. And then the other cornerback is Sean Smith or David Amerson. Amerson being better than Smith. And if Sean Smith can figure out who he is again from two years ago, they'll be okay. But if he plays like he did last year again, he could be cut before the season even begins. So a lot of questions on the defense.
2: Moving back to the offense, (laughs) uh, how how do you think the running back situation will, you know – up, like Is Marshawn going to get 18 carries a game? We no, Marshawn like will take Richard? the same
3: thing as uh, as Murray. Marshawn got about 200 carries this year and just take Murray's load. And they'll use him more as a closer for games, and they'll watch the carries. They'll split it between Richard Richard, and uh, Washington. I wouldn't expect uh, 300 ca- three hundred carries for Lynch this year.
2: Wow. Are you rooting for I mean, Marshawn? Do you like
3: Marshawn? Who doesn't love Marshawn? <laughs> He's a lot of fun. He's crazy, it's a, it's but he's a lot of fun.
1: Precedent for a guy to take a season off, you know, I mean, got, you know, Adrian Peterson has done it for suspension reasons and you know Michael Vick did it for prison reasons, I guess. But mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a rare thing for a guy to retire and then come back a year later. And again, he's already on the wrong side of 30.
3: Yes, correct. And that's why they have to limit the carries, but again, with Marshawn being so weird as he is, that he's playing he literally is playing for Oakland. He's not playing for the Raiders. He's playing for the city of Oakland in his mind. And that's just a big motivator so yes is it injury still low in case probably but as long as he's healthy he's gonna be running
1: hard <laughs> every play well let's so. let's talk about the Oakland thing for a second so this is a team they're moving to Las Vegas in a couple of years right, right three years you, you you personally don't care right uh I would
3: love to set them to in Oakland but if they have to move somewhere Vegas is probably the next best option for me so I'm not too worried about it
1: yeah and how do you how does the general fan base react to that well, again, the Raiders are very trans—transatlantic
3: uh, is their word or very transient, as I'd say. So I'd say that t- it's going to be interesting to see the, how the Black Hole and that they uh, do this year. Seeing that this is the first year they're really going to be good, or expected to be good, and it's been so long. So it's going to be interesting to see how they react. But as far as as a whole, I don't think it really bothers most most people, at least for now.
2: I mean, the Raiders have a lot of non-Oakland fans. I mean, you have no <laughs> connection to, to Oakland or Los Angeles, right? You're just a Raiders fan. Correct.
3: Yep. Are you That's recording right. this from the back of a flatbed truck? <laughs> I am not. I don't know why you guys have so much feedback. I'm literally just in my apartment <laughs> with uh, no one here. Are
2: you, on the first, are you on the first
3: floor? I am on the first floor, yes.
4: Oh,
2: that
3: makes uh, okay. sense. Okay. Manhattan.
1: All right, Adam. Uh, Keith, can I, can I uh, call an audible make a proposal here? Yeah, let's do it. So everything I've been reading about the Raiders is talking about how they have a very tough schedule this year. So can we play the schedule game? Let's do it. All right, Adam, so week one, week one, you guys are going on the road against a uh, vastly improved Tennessee Titans team. Uh, Probably going to lose that game. All right, you come home, you face the Jets. Uh, nothing better than a home opener against the Jets.
3: Gotta love beating Keeves' Jets. Can't wait. Yeah.
1: All right, but I'm rooting for the uh, Raiders
2: in that game, Adam. So I don't
3: of course you are. Finally, finally can root for the Raiders with me, Keeves. We always seem to play All this right. game.
1: <laughs> then, then, you have, then you have two more tough road games in a row. You go at Washington in week three on Sunday Night Football. They'll win that game. Oh, okay. And then uh, at Denver, uh, big rivalry game the next week.
3: Uh, they'll win that game because they always play well oh, in wow. Denver. They'll lose the game in wow,
1: stuff. So, so consecutive road victories against playoff caliber teams, or I should say, teams with winning records from last teams year. Winning records.
3: Are we really considering them playoff teams this year? That's a separate, separate conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, both teams. You know, I think they went eight seven one and nine and seven last year, respectively. All right, the Ravens week five at home.
3: Uh, they'll win that game.
1: All right. Uh, so now we're at four and one, and then at home against the Chargers the next week. That's a win. Wow, five and one, very confident, and then short rest Kansas City on a Thursday night.
3: Uh, sorry, where's is, is that game in Kansas City or
1: Oakland? No, that's at home in Oakland. Uh,
3: that's a win. split again. Six
1: and one. Okay. You're gonna start a flat. Uh, Alright, then uh, the following Sunday, ten days later you play the Bills in Buffalo. Uh that's a loss. Okay, so uh you win at Washington and Buff and uh, Denver, but you lose at Buffalo. All right, six and two. Yeah. Then you go at at Miami another Sunday night football game. That's a win. They're right, gonna split they're two. gonna
3: split with that Buffalo Miami. One of those games is gonna be a loss, one will be a win they're gonna split those two. Okay.
1: 7 and 2, you have the bye, and then you come back from the bye, you play the Patriots at home.
3: Not at home. That game is in Mexico, and they're still going to beat the oh, Patriots. Oh, sorry.
1: Mexico. You're going to beat the Patriots in Mexico. They're going to
3: beat the Patriots in Mexico.
1: Yes, Tom Brady won't so, be uh, able to handle the altitude. You're like <laughs> mad. All right. Are the Patriots undefeated at that point? Uh, If you give me a second, I can open up my little spreadsheet here. The Patriots are.
3: New England,
1: New England is not
3: undefeated at that point. No.
1: Oh, okay, all right. You're eight and two. You come home to face the Broncos again. Uh, that's a loss. All right, so you're you're splitting uh, the road games with them. Correct. Uh, that's eight and three. Then you play the Giants at home the next week. That's a win. Nine and three. Then you go at Kansas City. That's a loss. Nine and four. Then you face the Cowboys. Another Sunday Night Football game. Uh, that's gonna be a win. All right, ten and four. Okay, so this team's definitely going to the playoffs. Uh, then mm-hmm. the next week on a uh, Christmas Eve. A um, a Monday night game against the Eagles. They lose that one. The night of Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Yeah. they lose that one. Yeah. Okay, so you lose the Eagles ten and five, and then you finish the season at San Diego on New Year's Eve,
3: which is our home away from home. We win that game. 11,
1: it's 11 and 5 on the yeah. season. That 38,000-person stadium in, in Los Angeles is your home away from home? It will be. <laughs> it's <anything> <laughs> okay, so 11 and 5. So you really don't see much regression coming from these Raiders. Uh,
3: no, I really think the offense is going to carry them this year. The Donald Penn just ended his holdout today. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yep.
1: Yep, so saw that's that. been
3: done. This offensive line is now arguably the best offensive line in football with the uh, – uh, yeah. Dallas taking a step back to uh, what's his name, their guard left uh, but easily a top two or three offensive line they easily have, this will be a top five offense if not a top three offense this year um, and that offense will carry them to that 11 wins um,
1: so the over-under is 9.5 and, and you are locked into the over
3: I have already bet it, yes
1: oh wow, not even lost in Las Vegas yet and already gambling alright <laughs>
2: Keith, what else do you have for Adam? You guys went to school together 15 years ago, right? I got a question from a, like a seven-year-old fantasy football fan just now. You guys sure. want to answer it? Who's better, Tom Brady or Dak Prescott? Tom Brady. What type of question okay. is that? There we go. <laughs> well, in, in
1: terms of what, as a person? Like I don't know. I, 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 in like, all
3: aspects of everything, Tom Brady is better.
4: <laughs> I mean, yeah, Dak, Prescott did it. If Dak Prescott didn't. Dak Prescott didn't to a ring.
2: I don't think he would have given it to Donald Trump, so I think... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that that was Kraft, not Brady, so... That's true. That's true. And yeah, Kraft also gave a ring to Vladimir Putin, by the way, so
1: yeah. Yes. Well, he didn't, he, did. he didn't give it to him.
2: He didn't give it to him.
1: he literally did give it to him. It's just that he didn't expect it not to be given he back. He showed it to
2: him. That's like, <laughs> yeah. you handing... Yeah. yeah, he handed
1: it to him, yeah. It, it, it wasn't made with the intention of handing it to Vladimir Putin. Um, yeah, maybe people should look into the Patriots in terms of the whole uh, Russian, uh, you know... Filtration it to our election.
4: That's true.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe he's be, do look, all things uh, all evil things uh, lead back to the Patriots, so that wouldn't be a surprise. That is true. Very, very cool. Well, okay, so let's speak about the uh, evil things in New England. Uh so you guys, you know, obviously it's the Patriots and everybody else in the in the AFC this year, mm-hmm. but the Raiders, I guess, along with Pittsburgh, probably the biggest rivals. And um, you know, you 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 think that this Raiders team is a lock for double digit victories. So so what's your expectation for the season? Like AFC championship or you want a Super Bowl?
3: Uh well the first thing is winning the division. I definitely expect them to win the division this year. First time in God knows how since I think the Super Bowl year of two thousand two when me were actually together in racial.
1: Oh yeah, because even last year you <laughs> You technically did not win the division.
3: We hard. did not That's win the division because crazy. Derek Carr broke his leg. That's pretty yes. crazy. Yeah. we lost. It last on time we, last right? year, that was
1: your first playoff game since the Super Bowl after the 2001 season, right?
3: Correct. That is correct. And it was that ruined because that game. I very much, very much forget about that game.
1: <laughs> okay, so a whole, pl- a whole playoff game. Home playoff is your, game. Is your first. And then,
3: and then I think they're going to have to go into New England or Pittsburgh and win a play game, which is going to be a toss-up. They got to outscore that team, so. It's, I can't tell you. I'd say divisional round game is my expectation with the two. Okay, so if you're
1: if you're the three seed you beat you know, in, in uh in week one you beat the Bengals or whoever, and mm-hmm. then in week two you go to Pittsburgh and lose. Is this a successful season? Yes. As long
3: wow. as they won the division and went into that game or were competitive in that game, yes, successful season.
2: All right, Keith, what else do you have for your buddy here? Uh let's do a, a Adam, let's do uh roster game. Sure, okay. Oh, I need two to games for Adam today. Two games, Adam you get two Love games. Gibbs. Love the games. Okay. You, you now um I just Googled roster game when I meant to Google Raiders <laughs> roster, so I don't think Google. That. <laughs> um but you pick please pick a number from uh, zero to one hundred. Number fifty two. Fifty two. Okay. Adam Brooks, who is? Is the Raiders website the one where you can't search by number? That would be wild. Number fifty-two is Khalil, Matt. Okay, that who right is now. no? You don't get. You don't get the actual number. Who is Najee Harris?
3: Who is Najee Harris? I cannot tell you who Najee Harris is.
2: Yeah, he's that's, a linebacker from uh, Wagner College. Isn't that he? He will not be
3: making the team. Isn't I'll that, from, St- that. That's
2: from Staten Island? I think. <laughs> Najee, who's John Feliciano?
3: John Feliciano is our backup guard slash center.
2: Do you think he's like uh, Pedro Feliciano's son? Because a lot of Mets relievers have kids in the AFC West.
0: I don't know.
3: He's a lot bigger than Pedro Feliciano, so I don't think Remember so. Remember
2: when the Mets uh, used Pedro Feliciano for like 100 games a year for 10 years, and the Yankees gave him a zillion dollars <laughs> Yes. And we're shocked. That when his was arm, awful. His arm fell off like the first time. He Total shock for that. <laughs> Cashman is like, that might be like a lawsuit. somewhere. <laughs> All right, Chester, you got nothing? You got no Mets relievers in the AFC West comments? You got nothing? Mets relievers
1: in the AFC West? Yeah, we got well, Pat
2: Mahomes' son is on the Chiefs, and now Pedro Feliciano's kid is on the Raiders. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, it's actually
1: his no, son? No, it's probably not. It's very common. Oh, that's
2: possible. not impossible. Um, all right, so Adam, thanks so much for coming on. We may be uh, speaking to playoff time this year if, uh, you, if you choose, because looks like the Raiders got a good chance at making the postseason. I hope so. Hope I am kind so. down on the other three teams in the division, and ultimately, yep. you know, like if the Chargers aren't good from the other three teams, you just have a much better quarterback than Simeon and and Alex, you know, an aging Alex Smith. Yeah. So exactly. You that's, you, that's you can the hope. Go, yeah. like you can regress. You can go ten and six and still win the division this year. even though twelve and four. Yep. Get it for you. That's the
3: hope. Hope just to win the division. That's the goal. Whatever it takes.
2: Yeah, interesting.
1: Your uh, expectations are a little bit limited there.
3: Again, I just until that defense proves it can be something more than 20th, if if even that, maybe better than the bottom rung of the league, then the expectations have to be set lower because they just don't have a defense right now and the offense can only carry them so far.
2: All right. Chester, you want to take us out?
1: Yeah, I just I thought we were gonna have more to say to our Raiders fan. I'm a little bit disappointed today. Yeah, I was expecting more to be talking. Okay,
2: about. What do you What's want to talk on? about? We want to <laughs> talk about life. What are you? What are you doing? Where do you live? Uh, uh, <laughs> I
3: don't want to talk about old, my
0: life. <laughs>
2: why is Chester being a day old? Schwarm sandwich right now. Uh, that's a better question. That's for, that's for Chester. Though. Okay, how about <laughs> this. Uh, Raiders. Raiders in <laughs> fantasy. Raiders in fantasy. Bet on Amari Cooper this year. Yeah. What guaranteed you?
3: Thirteen hundred yards, six plus touchdowns.
2: Okay. And you, do you think Lynch? Do you think Lynch will be a starting caliber running back in in fantasy? In, in Lynch like will literally
3: take Murray's stats. So Murray basically. was a top ten
2: running back last year, I believe, a mm-hmm.
3: top fifteen. So that's what it'll be. he's not a. I wouldn't call him an RB one, but he's a solid RB two. Do you think?
2: Do you th- like? Because we see old running backs just falling off hills all the time, and running backs retiring in their twenties and their careers, even if they're good, sometimes only lasting six, seven years. Like, do you think it just makes him older staying away, or do you think it actually refreshes him taking a year off?
3: I think it refreshed him again. This, he's thirty-one years old. Yes. He was banged up in Seattle. He was also running to the ground in Seattle. So I think a year off will definitely help him. It definitely couldn't hurt him. And again, just that his mental motivation for playing for the city of Oakland will affect him. I, it's going to, he really, for whatever reason, the guy feels the city. And he's going to play for that city. So at least the eight home games, he's going to be running hard. I can't say the road games, but the eight home games, he's going to be juiced. <laughs>
2: That would be – by the way, I would like if there was like a football player who only played at home and like sat the road games.
3: <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Carl will have a monster fantasy year. He should be uh, top five. I'd say that. Um, the tight ends are the tight ends. They're going to be using that more. Crabtree's a great steal late. He's still going to get the red zone targets. He's still going to be heavily involved in the offense. Uh, those would be your fantasy options for them. Uh, don't draft a defense, <laughs> I'll tell you
2: that. Yeah, we don't, you know, by the way, Adam, we don't play with defenses. Ooh, look okay, at you guys. Nice. Very impressive. In any of our leagues, except that we are in a 16-team league where everyone drafted um, two NFL a like a, team there's there's 40 40 teams. A 48-team team league. There's 48 teams in this league, Like a podcast league with the listeners. It's but no, it's okay. a 3 separate league where, you know, so in theory, like David Johnson exists three times in the league.
4: Uh, ah, and everyone okay, picks gotcha, two,
2: uh, two teams, like it's a snake draft where everyone picks two NFL teams. So like the Raiders would go so right. like ninth or tenth or something, and right. so you could have like right. the Raiders and the Bears, or you know, or the Raiders and the Bills. Um, anyway, Adam, thanks so much for coming on. A pleasure as always. Great talking to you guys again. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you at the uh, at, you know postseason time in January or February. Who knows? Yeah, whenever you guys want. Listen. Gabe, you up.
1: asked me if I, if I've had if I have like a team in the AFC and I don't, but I've always liked the Really? Raiders.
2: I went to you've been all as the we I
1: think I bet on them in two thousand one in the Super Bowl, which did not work out. That did not work out well.
2: You know, Adam, when I when Personally, I like knew you back in the day, you had never been to a Raiders game, right? I'm sure you've rectified that. We went, yes, but we went to a Raider jet game together. Do you not remember? Yes, we went to a Raider jet game. I was, I mean, in <laughs> Oakland. I took, wait, I took you to a Jets yes, game. Yes, why would I take yes, a Raiders you fan? That's pretty pathetic of me.
3: <laughs> well, you took me, <laughs> but yes, I've been to Oakland twice.
2: Okay, so actually, for
3: jet, oh, actually, for the actually for the Jet Raider
2: game last year. I will say, <laughs> I will say, if you have a favorite team that moves, and that's like devastating for a lot of people. But if they move to Vegas and you can make the trip, the Vegas trip, and like top it off with a football game, that's pretty amazing. Yes. I'd way rather spend a weekend in the Bay Area than in Vegas, though. That's the dork. That's like the worst opinion I've ever heard. Of the that's United. not correct. No,
4: it's not. There, <laughs> there's way...
2: you... there's just so much more to do in Vegas.
1: I mean, I, if you pull people outside of like dude bros and people between the ages <laughs> of like eighteen and twenty-two, the Bay Area is way more fun than Vegas. I've been to Vegas like six times, and every time I go, I'm like, why am I here?
3: Then you're not doing it right.
1: No. I mean, I've only spent like a week or two of my life in the Bay Area. I only spent one week there, and it was one of the best weeks of my life.
3: See, I, 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 I spent multiple weekends in the Bay Area, and I will take Vegas. I spent multiple weekends in Vegas, multiple weekends in the Bay Area. I'll take, right, well, wait, may, I'll take maybe, Vegas
2: over. Maybe you're doing the wrong things in the Bay Area. <laughs>
3: maybe. Maybe we'll have to swap story. We'll have to figure this
2: out. Yeah, yeah off, <laughs> off Well, podcast. I've only been the to the Bay Area five, once, course. and it was to go to a doubleheader one day Niners-Raiders game. I probably won't go back, but that was They're <laughs> um, nervous. No, 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 no. A lot tougher to do
3: now because the Niners being so far down. Oh yeah, in, uh, be, Santa Clara. I need
2: like a helicopter or something. That's true. Yep. Alrighty, uh, for the fourth time, we're gonna end this podcast. But thanks for coming on, Adam <laughs> Chester. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. No, you want me to
4: speak to like five? Right, weeks, but yeah. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Bye.